hey, 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 what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? How is it out there in this nice, beautiful, hot, scorching weather that of a day that we're having on today? But it's a beautiful day. And I am so excited that you have decided to spend this evening. Listen, it's better to be indoors, right, with the air conditioner on. Okay, let's talk about it. And listening to a really good conversation, right? All right, so look, I want y'all to say hello. Hello, everyone that's chiming in on the chat. Remember, if you do not want to have your name associated with your comment or your question, don't put it over there. But what you can do is you can text us at 732-723-8275. Again, that's 732-723-8275. We would love for you to engage. Engage, engage, engage. Please engage in tonight's conversation. We are looking forward to a lot of questions. We are looking forward to a lot of comments, a lot of amens and hallelujahs. Thank you, Jesus. I've been set free. Whatever it is, we want you to participate in the conversation. The conversation is a two-way street. We are one entity in the studio. You are the other entity on the other in the other half of the conversation. Agreed? All right. Thank you. Remember, you can always log into www.famecbrownsmills.com. Click on shop and go to our living stream store and get that conversation with Pastor Sam merch, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all kinds of things, face masks, because we still masking up right now, y'all. We still masking up. Vaccinated or not, we still got to be careful, okay? This new variant is out here, so we want to make sure that we are still protecting ourselves. Let's not get, get too comfortable. All right, so website has been given. The phone number has been given. And listen, tonight's conversation is going to be a good one because I think we all can participate because we've all dealt with this very topic. Um, as you all know, we actually pick our topics the week before we have the topic. So after we finish a conversation tonight, we're going to have um, a, a, a conversation um, in the studio, and we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about next week. Um, if, in fact, if, in fact, you know, the Lord changes it, he changes it. But God always knows, Lord. I tell you, he always knows. So I'm grateful that you all joined us. Listen, it's time. It's time right now. Call somebody, text somebody, email somebody, send smoke signals to somebody. Let them know that we are on live on Facebook and on YouTube. Remember, we're still striving to get those 1,000 subscribers so that we can use uh, um, multiple uh, forms of media in order to bring uh, live streams to you. So encourage your family, encourage your friends, encourage your coworkers, encourage your, your neighbors to please subscribe to our channel, Pastor Sam Friendship AME Church. We are so grateful for the subscription. Click like and click share. And now that I've got all the housekeeping business, out of the way, we are about to go around the room, let everybody say hi, and then I'll come back and pray, and we'll start our conversation about, is it easy to walk away from Christ? Don't forget, I need y'all to participate. Amen. The licentia is hot. Let me put the fan on. No, don't touch the fan for him. He's up there trying to give me signals to turn the fan. I, I, you get up and turn the fan. He, like, I work for him. You sit the third seat, sir. We don't get a mood fan on you. Oh, goodness. 
you on you on camera right now. And it good, begins. Good and it begins. He, he's sitting the third seat and pointing at us I, to well, move the move the fans to blow so on him. Let, let the record reflect. No have, record reflecting nothing. They you have you got a little heat that you get your behind up and move the fan. No, the button is for the first and second seat. Third seat, you got to get up. Get up. Really? Get on up. Okay. Get on the scene. Get on up. Against the lean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we have the singing as well. Uh, good evening, everyone. I'm glad you are on uh, tonight and looking forward to this discussion. I think it's going to be um, a very. You moving. think? No, I don't. Well, you I think know, it's going to be? I know. It's Come on, going let's to be. get a little bit of confidence up front. Well, actually, that's going to. Oh, I'm glad you said that word. It's, it's going to be a very great confidence. Thank you, sir. Uh, and right. it's going to be right. moving. All right. All right. It's going to be transformative. Uh, it's going to be inspirational. And we are looking forward to it. And hey, it's going to be a lot better if I can get that fan blowing on me. No, that <laughs> fan, that fan is pointing in the direction it's supposed to be going into. What are you, what are you trying to say? We're trying to um, burn people up in the house or something? Uh, in the uh, studio. And the studio is pretty hot. Yeah. Correct me again. Either one of y'all. I'm about ready to fire people all night. <laughs> In the studio. Hallelujah. I want y'all to know something. Please, For I ain't saying for anybody else or anything, and I'm not telling you what to do, and I'm not your daddy, and I'm not um, authoritative. What I am is concerned and really want you to have the opportunity to um, live a long and prosperous and healthy life. This new uh, variant that they got going on out here is the one that is, came from India, well, they were out there, it got so overwhelmed that they were out there burning bodies in uh, parking lots. Mm -hmm. And what is it, the Delta variant right now? Yes. yes. I, I don't really I don't really care about what folk are out there saying, and I don't really care about what folk are out there talking about. What I do know is I look at the CDC page, and I look at numbers, and I could tell by the numbers when things start upticking and when it um, downticks and the overall um uh, factors that we were dealing with. So what I do know right now is we're starting to go in the wrong direction uh, with people who are not um, vaccinated. So please, if you are not vaccinated, go out there and get the shot, not only for yourself, but for those who are around you, because this thing is just, it's just not going away. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we need for this thing to go away, and there's only one way to do it, and that's for us collectively try that's to right. combat it. Um, and all of put on all of the um, available armor of God to 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 get this thing out of the way. Amen. Let the church say Amen. amen. Um, we also have our heart going out to the licentiate. Amen. He is a resident of Mount Laurel. We had some um, disturbing um, stuff that um, went on out there. And what we are always about is the um, justice and equality for all of um, God's people. Amen. And um, we want to pray for that community that is um, up in arms right now. We don't want to have, you know what? A lot of times you always start looking at the TV and start saying that is something that's for over there, these other places. Right. Say that. And then it hits in your own backyard. Mm -hmm. And when it hits in your own backyard, and if you're not prepared because you didn't know, you weren't following it, you weren't trying to prepare for it, mm -hmm. and now that it's here, you don't know what to do about it, that ends up being chaos. Yeah. Because now you're trying to... Um, um, address it, but you don't have the um, the right information and intelligence to address it. When you know, I always say, being in the military, you always rely upon intelligence. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
What do they know? What is going on? What can I do to address the situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine is, uh, is a uh, chief of police, and uh, he would regularly call whenever situations would go on in the community, and he was like, we would get a game plan. And then we would talk about future game plans mm-hmm. so that when things may happen, prayerfully that it did not happen, we knew what direction we were going to. And it's the same way with these community developments. We don't want the um, chaos and to the mayhem to continue to unfold out there in um, Mount Laura where the licentiate is um, living. We want peace and serenity and God's blessings to be out there as well. Amen. Let the studio say amen. amen. We're going to go back and we're going to do some prayer. And then we're going to tonight, they're going to um, start up a conversation and they put me on the peripheral. So I'm just going to um, cut, come in um, where I fit in. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's that? Hey, you were you out of town this weekend. Hallelujah. Yes, I was. You didn't get your Saturday haircut. Uh, actually, you look a little frizzy. No, I don't. Oh, my goodness. I actually got my hair cut. <laughs> I got my hair cut. He didn't get it Saturday morning. No. Don't he look a little frizzy? No, he doesn't. Like that, like that shirt, he got his favorite for, shirt with that frizzy on his shoulders. Y'all pray for me in the studio. Uh, please, okay. Jay, Y'all look at this me. new um, Detroit Tigers shirt that's um, being uh, worn right here. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to go ahead and start our prayer. Amen. Thank you so much. Ooh. Yes, y'all pray for me. <laughs> y'all pray for me. <laughs> Most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We worship you. And we adore you. We are so grateful for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, God, for your unconditional love. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us each and every day of our lives. Lord, we just ask right now that you will open up ears, touch ears, Dear God, right now in the name of Jesus that they might hear. Open up hearts and minds to be receptive and allow this conversation to be fruitful and to be um, life-changing and uh, beneficial Mm -hmm. to all those who are hearing God. Mm -hmm. Let no one turn away, even from the conversation. Let them stay engaged, undistracted, so that we might be strengthened by that which we uncover on this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Almighty God. Almighty God. Don't this hairline look a little confused? I'm not doing this. Come on. <laughs> can we do it? Can we get a close-up on camera no, three? I'm can we get a close-up on camera three? Close-up on camera three. Uh, Y'all praying for me? <laughs> close-up on camera three. Can we zoom in? Can we focus on that? No. Oh, my First goodness. of all, I got my hair cut when I was away. Oh, Lord help I got me. it shaped up. Those well, Texas, they, like, they just took uh, a doggone blade to your head. <laughs> Uh, anyway, firstly, are you going to start us off? Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> to hey. God be the glory. Well, it's me, your Jesus loving Jersey girl. I'm here in the studio with the licentiate and the pastor. And so all the gang is here. Let's have a conversation. They cut his beard up too. We want to talk about, is it easy to walk away from Christ? Is it easy to walk away from Christ? All right. All right. First point we want to talk about is circumstances listen i know all of us can um get down with understand that we all go through things in life right there are difficult times and and difficult times it's hard to trust god let's just put that straight out there can i get an amen amen it's hard to trust god in difficult times um but to see difficulty the way god sees it 
uh, we have to know some things. We have to know some biblical narratives. We have to know some some scriptures to give us strength. Why, why, wait, why do you say that? To... It's hard to trust them in difficult times. Okay, y'all pause for two seconds, <laughs> <laughs> Pastor. You said I'm we trying to learn. Lean in, but you don't even. You gotta let us okay, get our, me, our, our beginning me, out. Let me be still. Okay. <laughs> be still and know that He is God. Yes. <laughs> y'all pray for me in the studio. <sighs> okay, so um, anyway, so in some 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 things we need to know in order to help us get through this, and I'm speaking specifically to those of us who are Christians. Um, to those of us who are Christians, Christians, we should know some biblical narratives. We should know some instances, um, some scriptures, some things. Hey, some things that even happened in your own life. Something for you to be able to hold on to. Right. I think that that God always gives us a piece of something to hold on to, to keep us encouraged, to keep us um, engaged, to keep us prayerful, to keep us hopeful, to keep us excited about um, when we go through again, what the potential is in terms of our deliverance, our, victor our victory um, on the other side of the thing that is difficult. Is it difficult? I do believe it's difficult to trust God in hard times. I think because um, each time is not like the last generally, right? The difficult times we experience usually are different from from the last time. Um, that's not everybody's experience. I'm just speaking from my own, right? The different uh, difficulties I've had in my life have been different. And um, each time is something new that you're faced with. And you have to process that. You have to try to, well... If you, if you normally do it the way we do it, right? We try to process it. We mm -hmm. even try to analyze it. We try to figure out why. All of those things that happen um, to us. But if you think about some of these biblical narratives, like, for example, um, Zachariah and Elizabeth, right? Um, they had to learn how to trust God when um, they were hoping for something that was had gone unfulfilled for a long period of time. Um, somebody might be hoping for something that is not, being fulfilled right now. Um, but you got to learn to trust God in it, in the wait, right? Isaiah, he was trusting God through some bad news. Somebody might have received some bad news, but we're supposed to hold on and try to trust God even in the receipt of bad news. Um, the woman with the issue of blood, right? She was trusting God um, uh, by taking uh, risk despite the pain. I'm sure she was hurt and, and a lot of pain and we go through things that are painful to us, but we still um, need to try to learn how to trust God. Moses, when um, he was called, right? He, he was what considered himself unqualified. Didn't think that there really was a way out of Egypt for the people, but, but God, right? He had to learn how to trust God in that David um, trusting God when life is not how you picture it. I know I was having a conversation with the pastor the other day and I told him I was getting married at 25 years old and I was going to have five boys. I was going to have my own basketball team, my own Jackson five. I'm, <laughs> that's what my plan was. Right. But we make plans. And I said five boys is a disaster. zone. <laughs> I said it was going to be stinky. Nobody want to be in the house with five <laughs> boys growing up. That's crazy. Ah, uh, but it is what I thought. He, that's the key too is what I thought I wanted right and on and on some level we think we know what's best for us but as Christians we have to really learn how to defer to that God always 
knows what's best, no matter if it's painful, no matter if it's not how we pictured it, no matter if it's not going the way, no matter if it's not come yet. You know, like the pastor just said, be still and know that he is God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Trusting God no matter the outcome. That's another difficult time to when, it, when it's really difficult, right, to trust God. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to live or die. It's just like, but I got to learn how to trust God. Jacob, trusting God when you messed up, right? Even though you messed up, you still got to know that God is, is, is one who can forgive. God is one who can can pronounce over your life okay i've forgiven you and therefore you know you won't receive those consequences whatever the case may be esther she had to trust god um to act even when she was afraid that's what a lot of us have to do we are afraid to do things but we have to learn how to trust god in it so these are difficult times examples right these are difficult time examples of what we go through even ourselves today Amen. i've had it where i've wanted something that's gone unfulfilled and I still had to learn how to trust God. Right. Um, I've gotten bad news before and I had to find a way to trust God. Um, I've taken some risks despite the the pain, but I had to learn how to trust God. I mean, all of, we can, we can either speak to all of the experiences in all of these areas, or we can speak to experience in some of these areas. The point is what area did you trust God in before and now with the new thing, you're having difficulty trusting him, you know, because this is what usually draws people away from, from God. When difficult times hit, we, you know, tend to say, okay, I'm throwing up my hands. I'm finished. I'm tapping out because I've had enough. The question on the table is, is it easy to walk away from Christ? I don't know. That's a question that I think is an individual um, answer. I don't think it's a blanket answer, but that's my opinion, right? I mean, someone else in the studio might have another um, another outlook on that. Um, but when it's, times are hard, when times are difficult, this is what we wrestle with. We wrestle with our trust. We wrestle with our faith. We wrestle with our understanding. So I'm, I'm, that's what's on the table. That's the discussion for tonight. And we're going to take it around the room and see what, the rest of the crew has to say what you say let's licentiate well i think it's you know it is a very important question especially right now um given the pandemic that we have been isolated so long we haven't uh been going to church on you know physically in in person for a long time and so the question could be is if i'm not going along doing that process every day is it easy to walk away for, from it is it easy not to be consistent in reading my word or uh, studying the Sunday school lesson or going over what the sermon was about throughout the weekend, talking to somebody. And so when I'm not talking about God, I'm not engaging, I'm not praying, I'm not uh, seeking after him. I can easily walk away from it. And we see all of us go through those moments when we feel it is um, very easy just to just do our own thing and not uh, necessarily want to hear the answer from God. And so I think that, you know, what you said is important that we all go through those moments of, it, you know, can I, can I do it on my own? When I think that God is not providing what I want, then I'm just going to do my own thing. But God is still providing for us. We just have to acknowledge it may not be in the way that we want it, but he is still providing what uh, things for us each and every day. And so 
I think that, you know, during this time of the pandemic, it really has, this is a moment that we have to reflect on that, you know, we need God more than ever, um, especially when we have been isolated for so long. Um, we need to rely heavy on his word. We need to be in prayer. We need to just be on uh, talking to others about his goodness, even when we're not able to do our normal things, but we just can't walk away from him. And I know the first lady said, we said, the first one we said was a circumstance, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, that we talked about sometimes our circumstances allow it uh, for us to walk away. Let's, you know, if you're in a bad relationship and, you know, you were all going to the same church, I'm just as an example, and then you break up and you still don't want to go to that church and then you just totally walk away from God. But it's, then was that a, what, what kind of issue was that? Because then if somebody just, your relationship with somebody took you away from God, like that to me. So I guess I wonder then the question for me then becomes mm -hmm. if it's that easy to walk away because you are in relationship with somebody, y'all go to the same church and then you decide you don't want to go to, you said you walk away from God. You don't want to go to church period anymore. Then were you ever in relationship with God or were you just in relationship with who you were in relationship with? I think it could be a little bit of both. I think that if you, for one, it could be if you walk away from the church mm -hmm. uh, because that person was at the church. But you have, and the second part is, is that could you have, you know, was your relationship really rooted it with God or was it just with that person? Okay. So I think that's, I mean, it could be a little bit of both in terms of that I did it because I was with the person and now I'm not with the person and I'm upset because, you know, I could be blaming God for breaking a relationship up. So I'm just going to walk away from it altogether. Mm. And that does, I mean, that have, I'm using that as an example that how some people make, uh, they make excuse, we make excuses on how we can walk away from our relationship. So then in other God. words, they made the excuse because they never wanted to really be in relationship with Christ anyway. Right. So you may have done it just being in a relationship with that but person. We, but what about persons who are in relationship with Christ? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, the that's the that's the the heart and soul of the conversation. Like, if you really have a relationship with Christ, then is it really easy? Well, I think it goes back to what we were saying about the circumstance. I think it has to be. I mean, it depends on what the circumstances. I mean, it should not be easy. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the answer. It should not be easy, but it happens for whatever reason that I think it goes back to the level of foundation you have in your relationship with, and with God. Are you willing to continue to work and not have an expectation that he's going to give you everything that you want when you want it, but you have to go through those, maybe at those moments of in the wilderness, but he still has not left you. And so that's mm -hmm. where I think people get, you know, we, we conflate that, you know, just because we necessarily may not hear where God were in the wilderness doesn't mean he left us. He's still with us during that time. He's getting us through the wilderness. And so that's what I think it's, it's it should not be easy, but it really is going to depend on where you are in your relationship with Christ. So let's answer the question. Cause there's a cut. I, I love y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all are engaging tonight. So sister, sister Teresa says that <clears throat> that's it. Trusting God in the wait air quotes. When we don't wait, <clears throat> we mess up and do our own thing and suffer the consequences. But we do learn from the situation. Um, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I, I mean, I think that, I think it depends on if you're willing to learn from the situation. That's my outlook on it. Cause some situations happen and people don't seem to get it. <laughs> it's just like, okay, this happened and this is what's going on, but they never seem to quite grasp the, the lesson.
Um, so I think that kind of varies depending on on the person. Um, Sister Angie um, said when her and brother um, Radio Rahim broke up before they got married, she said that um, she still went to church and they got back together and they started coming. Uh, Sister Kehlani said, not, not with God. If you, if you leave after a breakup and never go back into a sanctuary, you weren't there for the right reasons. I agree with that. I, I think that, right. you know, and then Sister Philippa asked the question, is walking away from the church building walking away from God, or is it just walking away from the building? I think if when you walk away from the building, is what do you do when you leave? Are you going someplace else? That I mean that that really needs to be answered. If you just totally don't go anyplace else and you're not engaging with God, then you weren't there for the right reasons. It was never about God. It was about the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Pastor, let me let you get in on this before I start those other questions. Or you you want us to continue with the let me hit on some of this okay. a little bit. First of all, I've I've got an issue as I was sitting here listening to you guys and then looking at what people were saying as well. My issue is I'm going to take the step of, um, and I heard this when you guys were talking about it around about, um, you know, and having discussions early on. I don't see a reality in the statement of walking away from God. Mm -hmm. To me and for all of us, we're talking about a something I guess would be metaphorical right. speaking. Right. Because if God has told us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Right. And if you made your bed in hell, I'll be there right there with you. Right. That means you can't walk away from them. Where are you going to walk to that you're going to be able to be out of his presence? So we got to look at it from, from the perspective is that if we're walking away from something, we cannot define that something we're walking away from is God. I'm under the, the, the walking away from is more about ourselves. Uh -huh. We're walking away from who we are. And trying to walk into this identity of who I believe our guests we want to be or think we ought to be or should, should be or um, ought to be. Uh -huh. And when you walk from person to person, um, depending upon the road that you're traveling, mm -hmm. it's easy to assign the responsibility of the journey to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When the responsibility of the journey is completely on you oh, as yeah. an individual. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And a lot of times when people get out on these journeys... The journey is difficult. Yeah. The journey is hard. Mm -hmm. And it's always good to say, you know what, I want to be like Mike. So you got to figure Until out like you got to go out there for, right. you know, days throwing up a, a round piece of rubber right, right. to make it go inside of the hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if, you know what, the first 30 days you can't even make a layup, mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to be still talking about I don't want to be like Mike. Right. You're going to be starting saying, I just want to make a layup. Mm -hmm. And it's a difference between I want to be like Mike and I want to make a layup. Right. And that's what we started saying. You know what? I had these grandiose ideals about what was going on. And God, I really wanted to be like Mike. And I'm sitting up here and I can't do nothing but even make a layup. Mm -hmm. Then you want to start getting angry and upset because mm -hmm. you have not met that ideology. Right. Mm -hmm. That thing, that structure. But then you start, you know what? At this point, 30 days in, I still ain't make me no layup. I'm just going to do what? I'm not practicing. I'm not like gonna I, I'm not going to be as motivated as yeah. I was before. Yeah. I'm not going to be as um, highly um, encouraged uh, of this. And you know what? There are people that is coming on the sidelines right now that I thought was going to be cheering me on because of my skill set. Mm -hmm. But they were there laughing at me. Right. Because you ain't got I, no skills. I ain't got no skills. <laughs> 
My exactly. ankles are broke because a couple of days out uh -huh. here, somebody came out here and I was falling all over the place. Uh -huh. And I'm I'm coming to realize that this may be, I, I not only do not want to be like Mike, uh -huh. but I can't be like Mike. And I'm mad now and I'm upset. But you know what? I'm going to just, instead of being upset with me, guess what I'm going to be upset with? Everybody. And ultimately, God. I'm going to be upset with God. Uh -huh. God, you know what I wanted. Mm -hmm. You know what I needed. Mm -hmm. You know how I designed my whole life. Yep. And it did not work out the way that I wanted it to work out. And now you're about to take a big chunk of this blame. And then they say, well, I'm, you know what? I wanted this. You didn't give it to me. And I'm going to walk away from you. You're not walking away from God because you can't be like Mike. Mm -hmm. You're walking away from your own self. Mm -hmm. So Your own inability to um, grasp the fact that you were never going to be like Mike. So right up front, we can answer the question. It's not easy because you can't, right? Well, it's not so much as that. I wouldn't even put it in the thing about can't because everybody is designed beautifully and fearfully. Mm -hmm. And everybody has purpose that is um, purposeful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that means that what you, instead of wanting to do something, you should be trying to figure out what God wants you to do. Right. Once you figure out what God wants you to do, then even Mike cannot be better at this thing than who um, you are. Uh, I'm completely and utterly convinced that uh, it's always easy to look at the theory of something. Mm -hmm. But going from theory to practice is the difficult will kick part. your behind. Yeah, because you've got to put in the effort. You've got to put in the work. Even in church, the theory of eternity, the theory of um, joy, the theory of um, praise, and the theory of all of these different things. But if you cannot perfect the practice, mm -hmm. then the theory begins to suffer. Mm -hmm. And the theory begins to suffer because the practice is not equating, equaling out to what you had it going on in theory. Uh -huh. In theory, and you got to find out what is what your own, your own personal truth. What is your actual abilities? What is your actual praise? What is your actual worship? You can't even go into church and worship like somebody else. You got to go into church and worship like yourself. That's right. You got to go into church and praise like yourself. You can't go in there because you are seeing everybody else in theory doing all these other things and then believing that you're going to be able to engage it. Right. You got to go in there and engage it on your own. So, no, you cannot walk away from God. And if you walk away from a building, that's on you. Right. It's if you walk away from one building, you're gonna oh, pass another building. Right. You're not gonna go anywhere unless you live in you unless you're in the pine lands like we are, and then you're just going from tree to tree. <laughs> so the fact is, is that you're not walking away, you're walking into, and when you walk into, you need to make sure that you're walking into what God has really poured into you for um, who you are. And I think about, and I'm gonna give it back to y'all, because I I was saying I didn't want to um, talk too much tonight. Amen. I don't see a difference between the rich young ruler and the prodigal son. Got you. I see them both as the same individual. In what way? Um, the rich young ruler and the prodigal son, they looked at the theory. Mm -hmm. Of what was required. Of what was uh, spectacular. Mm -hmm. They looked at this ideology, and I've done all of these things. What is the secret of eternal life? And you know what? I um, see everybody out there having a great time with all this money. I want to get out there and live my own. But then they both hit that reality barricade. And once they hit that reality, then the rich young ruler turned and walked back into the woods. 
But I think that the rich young ruler still yet had the same feet because if the prodigal son found himself in the pig pen, mm -hmm. that rich young ruler is going to find himself inside of the same situation. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to figure out, in my father's house. Mm -hmm. But when you go back to your father's house, it's going to be going back with a reality mm -hmm. of who you are. Not a theory of who you are. Yeah, but I mean. A reality of who you are. I see how you see it, right? I get that. I 100% get your, your, your analogy in the two. But all we're told in the narrative is that he turned the rich young ruler and walked away. And, 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 and you're absolutely right. But so you we can, don't, we don't know. You can make assessments from, that's the reason why I said I don't see a difference between him and the prodigal no, son. I, no, we are on the same page. I understand that. So I'm saying that that's the assessment you can make, but somebody else could put it there at a pen in it and say, that's what it said. That's what he did. He, he absolutely walked away. Right. But we don't know the extent of, you know, he came back and did, you know, all the other things that the um the, the prodigal son did. Well, we do know for a fact that he ended up in a pig pen. You know how I know that? How you know that? Because Christ said it is hard mm -hmm. for a rich person. What? To get into the kingdom of heaven. That's right. Than it is for uh the camel, the eye and the needle. Eye and needle. So how do you do you got to you got to go back and I'm not the rich person. Mm -hmm. So you gotta change your identity. Mm -hmm. That, that prodigal son's understanding of what great life was all about, he was not going to receive great life. Mm -hmm. He had to go back, change his identity, and then re-engage it. The rich young ruler, eventually he's going to hit that wall, and he's got to change his identity because he cannot go into heaven questioning God on such terms as, I've done everything you asked me to do, but I'm not willing to give things up. So you've got to get to a point where you're giving everything up. Re make your identity um, a reality and practice, and then you're going to have this access uh -huh. that you're seeking. Because in reality, the only thing you're seeking, rich and ruler, is eternal life. So if you're seeking this and you're sincere and you're faithful about it, you're going to get it, but you got to find out who you are first. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you come, when he came to himself. When you come to yourself. Right, right. Yeah, and the only way you're going to do that, you. You're going to walk away, but you're not walking away from God. You're walking away from other things uh -huh. until you find who you are. You are. Well, he's not walking away from God, though. If you're not, if you're not, if God has, if you're not listening to what he's telling you and telling you who you are and you still walk away, isn't that walking away from him? What he's actually put on in your life? No. How is that walking away? Because wherever you go. With us, I understand. He's that. gonna be right there. So, I man, you can be trying to rebel against instruction. Okay. But um, what did all of our grandparents used to tell us? A hard head makes a soft behind. And ain't but so many switches you're gonna allow Granny to cut. <laughs> before you start saying maybe this is a road that needs to be less traveled. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I need to find something that you know what. I need to find what is my true what self mm -hmm. and be true to that self. That's what uh, Sister Mandy was saying. She said, letting go of who we think we are is an exhausting mourning MOU process. You know what's even more exhausting of it? Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is the crazy part about it. And I'm going to say this. If you're trying to be who other people want you to be. This is yeah. the problem. 
That's, that's Or you try to be idealistically what society wants you to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the reason why people think I'm going to walk away from God because society don't want you to be God. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to be a follower of God. Right. So I'm going to move away from that. And the reality of it is, is that you're just changing gods. Mm. Ah, that's good. Y'all heard that? You're going good. from one God to the other, and you ain't found the true God yet. That's good. That's what Paul told him. Listen, I've been out here. I looked at all, all of these. All of those And gods. the only one that's real <laughs> is the one that don't have a name. Yes. Every time you name your God, mm -hmm. then you get it wrong. Yeah. So when you find the real God, mm -hmm. then you found yourself. You have found so then, who So you then are. Let's, let's address that, because if you're saying that, once we find God, right, then we found ourselves. Then is this true of many that are in the church and are um, proclaiming to be Christians that a lot of us haven't really found God yet? Because I, the reason why I ask that is because of this particular circumstance. When we talk about the church and we talk about, you know, its lack of membership, and it's not just any one particular church. This is the church universal, right? And people not not being present and people not engaging and people, you know, walking, walking. I'm using the term walking away um, and not sort of returning and um, just kind of doing life. You know, we were full and packed and everything was 100 percent when the pandemic was at its height. Um, but now that it's not, it's, you know, and we sort of getting back to, to whatever normal is. Um, then you don't have as much engagement anymore. So then my question is then are we have we found God? I think when you find him, don't don't you have a little bit more of a deeper level of commitment? Listen, when when I was I remember one time I was overseas and y'all had a movie that was out here and it got it went global. It went global. Mm -hmm. Everybody around the world. Oh, the passion of the passion of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I still to this day have not saw that movie. Right. Uh, because I saw what that movie was doing. Everybody wanted to be um, Christian. Everybody was crying, oh, whoa, what is going on here? Let me go ahead and, and align myself correctly and right, righteously and get myself uh, in line. Now, I look at this the same way when you are in college, they have these fraternities and sororities, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You see it, you want to be it, and you're going to do everything that they ask you to do and you're going to align yourself with I mean, with everything. It. Well, you basically, yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying yeah. everything. They do. They yeah. literally do everything that a fraternity or a sorority uh, person asks them to do. Literally everything. But what comes before your membership into that fraternity and sorority? Don't they have something that's called a pledge mm -hmm. period? Yeah, you're, that's, that's the period that you're doing everything. They're so you to do. why is it that we cannot To the most ridiculous and, and stupidest things. That Christianity is also a pledge type of thing. I pledge to do something. Mm, mm -hmm. I understand what is on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. But some things may be more difficult mm, for good. me to embrace it. Mm -hmm. So while I want to be this, I don't want to go through what I've got to go through in order to be what um, Alpha Bravo Charlie or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just trying to pie, put it out there. So I'm not, I'm not willing to say that a person who is a Christian can um, now be unchristianized. But because me, but what I gotta Jesus, ask, who I gotta, God is put inside of my hand, can't nobody take out. Yeah, but I gotta, ask, I gotta stop you there because for the persons who I know who have pledged sororities and fraternities, uh -huh. they literally during their pledge time do everything that they are told to do. Okay. Literally. 
So, okay. I mean, like, but when you make the analogy of a Christian, what are you just saying? Our pledge time is extended and we got more time to make choices because when you in a sorority or fraternity pledging, you, you ain't got no choice. You yeah, but, do what they say do, and that's the end of it. But there's a difference in the philosophies. Okay. There's a difference in the indoctrination. Uh-huh. Because in Christianity, and even Paul was going out here saying this, listen, you ain't got to do what nobody tell you to do no more. Mm-hmm. You just got to be yourself and then accept Christ and then that's going to make everything all right. So you ain't got to go out here going through all these different changes and upheavals and everything. So now going through Christianity, we start believing. We get into this area of, you know what, I want to be, but why do I have to go out and circumcise myself in order to be in that position? Right. I don't have to do that, So, right. but I still can have this. Right. So you never put there. Christ said, my life, mm-hmm. my blood mm-hmm. is all you need. In order to be Christian. So there's nothing that you can pledge and do because it is a free gift that he gives to you. Okay. So that means go. that, you know what, my, my pledge is just my surrender. And the one thing that we don't like doing surrendering. is surrendering. Lord, yes. I mean, even to the point that, you know what, even though I may pledge and then go into a sorority fraternity, mm-hmm. these people are not surrendered to it. they got a high tolerant level. But God said you've got to, what, die. Surrender. Mm-hmm. So that's a difficult um, piece to to digest. Somebody say like hallelujah. Oh, you, because we ahead. like control. We want to be in control of everything. Uh, and we don't want to give. We think we have the best answer. So, of course, we don't want to. We don't. We have a hard time surrendering to the will of God. Unless unless it's to our benefit to what we want. When it's not, then that's where the fight starts to happen. That's what I think. Uh-huh. I, but I do. Do we? So, question: Do we actually surrender when it's to our benefit? We don't really know that it's to our benefit until it's benefited us, right? Well, we think it's going in our direction. We'll surrender to it. Once we have it, I think then we're okay with it. Um, but if it's not given to us, then we have the the difficulty of of, of surrendering um, in order to receive. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it might be promised to us, right? Um, you got to believe it though. You got to believe the promise. You got to believe and trust that what you heard is what it's going to be. And even in that you'll go through difficult times and moments in your life. And so you got to, as I started out saying this in the beginning, you got to have something to hold on to. Right. So God will tell you, he'll give you a promise. Right. And that's your hold on. That's, that's something to hold on to. That's something to, as they say, stick a feather in your cap or whatever, you know, the old folks used to say. You got something to hold on to that you can believe because God said it, then I know it has to come true. And so therefore I'm going to keep walking in the way he has me to walk because I believe this thing is going to happen. This thing is going to come to fruition. Um, and, and that's what I think um, we don't really have a lot. Sometimes we don't have that insight into um, the, 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 the blessing, you know, the I'm, hope. I'm going to ask you a question. Is and I want to address a, a, a couple of, of things. I just looked down and saw uh, what Philip um Okay, you're going to take wrote. it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm, okay. I'm going to take that, you know, um, because it's, it's a very important piece mm-hmm. that we um, should have a grand understanding about. Uh, I'm not going to tell anybody that life is easy. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. Life is Amen. not easy. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, every day seems like a struggle. Yes. And every time you catch your breath, 
Um, soon as you say, wow, that was difficult, you take the next step and it's a staircase in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you got to climb yet again. And um, that's the reason why we have these great gospel songs. I've been in the storm too long. Mm-hmm. I've had some good days and some bad days. I mean, all of these different things that are before us. But the fact is, is that when, what Philip is, I mean, read her thing. She says, which one? Uh, people do get angry at God because they feel hurt by God. They don't understand why he gives and then takes away. For instance, children, loved ones, etc. And I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. And it's going to be very, very much so. I want everybody to understand this completely. You have to understand that God has given us even provision to understand what she just put in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read that again. Uh, people do get angry at God because they feel hurt by God. Mm-hmm. They don't understand why he gives and takes away. Mm-hmm. For instance, children, loved ones, etc. Mm-hmm. They don't understand, and that's not a bad thing. Right. Because there's not everything that we're going to be able to understand. understand. Right. But then yet when you take into consideration that he knows that everything is not going to be understood by us, he gives us perfect examples in his word to go by. And that mm-hmm. way, when you have a situation like this, you can turn and open your Bible if you're practicing and not in theory of what you believe, but if you're practicing and if you're reading and if you're going and you're hearing sermons and you're looking at this curriculum, this charismatic um, um, flow of, of this conduit of blessing coming from heaven through um, a sermon or through a teaching moment, through a testimony, and then being poured inside of you, then you will be able to eventually, when that thing comes, that you will start speaking like Job. And Job says, naked I came into Uh this world from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return back (laughs) unto God. And he says something to address that. He said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. But the powerful piece to that, he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. The The fact is, is that we've got to understand that God never, ever gave all of the details about the gift. Mm -hmm. And it may be that you receive a gift for a season. That maybe you receive the gift for an instant. That maybe the gift may be out there for an extended period of time. But if we're thankful and we say blessed be the name of the lord the god that gave to me then at that point we put ourselves in the proper posture to appreciate what he has done i'm not saying that you're not going to suffer loss i have i'm speaking from the the point of experiential learning exactly i have suffered great loss but the fact is is that i cannot get angry with god because once i get angry then at that point well, i can't get angry right but i'm not going to internalize it mm-hmm. and then start the acting out against god because father i stretch my hand to thee mm-hmm. no other help i know if thou withdraw thyself from me this is the key wherever shall i, I go, go. hallelujah i can't Cut off my nose despite my face. face. Mm -hmm. The fact is, is yes, the Lord gives, and I got to come to reality that everything I receive, that you know what? The Lord can take it away. Because you know why? It don't 
belong to me. Anyway, it's all right. God. It belongs Amen. to God. Amen. And you know what? Here's the here's the hallelujah portion of it. God thought me to be a good trusted steward. Amen. To take possession of it. Of his mm -hmm. creation mm -hmm. for the period of time that, that I had it. it. Amen. Being good being a good steward is important. That I had and the it. fact that God entrusts you, like that's a big deal, right? That God trusts you to have that and to take care of and to nurture and to 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 grow. Um, I think what you said is is so so absolutely important in that um God gives, God takes away, but the thing of it is is that the words you spoke only come from you having spent some time with God. That you can apply those those scriptures, you can apply those those um words that, that practice, are, that are, not the yeah. theory. Exactly. You got to come out the theory. No, oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no. I, I, I was getting happy over here. I was getting happy over here. You got to come out of the theory. You know what? Yes. If I just put on my clothes and I go to church on Sunday morning, that's theory. That's right. right. If I just listen to what the preacher got to say, that's, that's theory. theory. Right. If I go to Bible study and look at all this stuff, that's theory. But then when my turn comes for the furnace uh -huh. and I got to walk in there for myself, when the water has to be parted for me and I got to go through that for myself, that's practice. But when I come out that furnace, baby, listen to me. Mm -hmm. And I tell you that that fire didn't burn me. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe me, that's here. all right for you. It still didn't burn me. I've got to be in that position and that understanding that, you know what, didn't nobody else right. walk me through that water right. like he just walked me through that's that right. water. Amen. Can't nobody else do me like Jesus. You better say it. You better That's say why it. we come up with these songs. Amen. Amen. And not only come up with the songs, but shoot, when we sing them, we got to apply those things. Like, Because most of these gospel songs come out of scripture anyway. Right. If you really look up the gospel songs that you're singing, you will see that they come directly from the script. You know, Kevin, uh, Brother Kevin Parker said that, um, brother, you got a testimony in five halves over here. He said when he was 21, he had a car accident. He went through the chair and floor, shattered his hips, broke his legs, tore both kidneys in half, collapsed the lung, 42 surgeries, coded four times, spoke to God every day, told I'd be retired, still working. No kids, I have five. Mm -hmm. Found out I was, was angry with him eight years ago mm -hmm. at the church, let it go and still know who is God. So God Amen. be the so glory. The, the, the question is answered. I, I, I would say this. Question is answered. The question is answered. But here you are today with the testimony. Come Man. on now. At the end of it all, through it all, through it all, God provided. Amen. Through it all, when I look back, I, even though I was going through something, uh -huh. I still woke up every day. That's right. <laughs> even though I was going through something. Yeah. And I'm, brother, I use your life as a testimony. I went from one job to another job, I, I'm going to take care of family members, mm -hmm. and I got a great job where they at, mm -hmm. and I was able to be there to, to, to enjoy a portion of life that I, I would not have enjoyed as fully as when I was here. Right. Instead of this area, mm -hmm. I was belonging to a church. I got people who are around me that, that believe in God and encourage me, and you know what? I was in the accident at 21 years old, but that accident did not take my life. Right. It did That's not right. remove That's me right. from the ability to learn, to 
to be out there and, and to encourage somebody. You got a testimony that now you can get out there and look somebody in there. I listen, I've been there and I tell you this as an assurance that God will get you through no matter what it is, but you've got to be willing to go through your storm. Amen. You got to be willing, not able, because God will be able to do it. You just got to be willing to go through what you're going to go through. And then at the end of the day, I got to bring this to this point. I don't know the details of the accident. That's right. The details of the accident are escaping uh, me at this point. Uh -huh. I don't know them. But the fact is, is that there may be a reason behind that. And I saw what you was doing when you was um, reaching out there with um, the light century. You got to understand that the um, mm. the details of the accident, after they investigated, then can we put that those details on God? The, the, what caused that situation? Oh, you mean what initiated the accident? What initiated the gotcha. What put you inside that situation? I'm not saying it was your fault, gotcha. but I, you know what? Even if it wasn't your fault, was it the other driver's fault? Right, right, And if right. it was the other driver's fault, right. then it's the other driver's fault. Right. But no matter what the other driver's fault was and the other driver being negligent, it could have been somebody who was drunk or whatever. God said, no matter, even though they're doing what they're doing, I'm still going to what? I Take got you. you. I got you. Get you all Great. I got you. Mm -hmm. No, you know what you said was important, uh, Pastor. Everything you said tonight this has been really powerful. But it's also equally important is that we have to go back and look back over what has happened. And again, we talked about last week. We should constantly have that praise, and we lose the praise a lot of times because we're, we're we don't we move on to the next situation. But you got to daily go back and look what God has brought you through. He has proven himself over and over again. And yet we, we sit there in our, our mess instead of giving God praise for what he has done. Uh -huh. And so that, I mean, Kevin, Parker but, but, says, but, but, but do you want to call it mess or you want to call it life, life, life mess. It's, but it I'm saying it ain't, it, but the people who are in it, they don't necessarily they don't call like, it a mess. It's like, that's life. But I think you're absolutely right. So we still need to go and look back over our life daily. Because they put them and say, you know what? Yeah, it may be some things and everything, but you got, bring mm -hmm. me out of this. Right. We do have that uh, mm -hmm. mentality to say that. You, I'm always praising you. You can do anything and everything. Then snap your fingers. Right. Make this happen. Right. Yeah. But I think it's still important that, yes, he can get us out. Like you said, that we have to be willing to go through the storm because he's definitely able to get us through the storm. But we also have to, when we get through the storm, like you just Ooh, said, Jesus. is remember, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is remember how we got through the storm That's because awesome. of God. You can't walk away from him getting, he has, he's able, he has done it over and over again to bring us out, to bring us through, to uh -huh. bring us over. To, and we have to sit there and be constantly praising him even in the midst of life when life is difficult because life is hard you still need to have a praise life is like a box of chocolates <laughs> really? nah, he... well that's the truth though you don't know what's going to happen but the fact of the matter is is that you know who god is and you know that god is going to have you in his hand he holds your future. He holds you. He keeps you. He covers you. He protects you. All of those things. I mean, listen, go ahead, Pastor. Just tell it. Say it. Say it. Because that's a praise moment right there. Say it. What a guy. Oh, what he's, what he's yes. got going on down there. Now, I'm, I, I, I got to tell you, and I'm, I'm going to take us first to the um, 
the Florida incident with the hotel. Oh, well, the, the, the condos? Yes, I got him. Okay. I got him. Okay. The Florida incident with the hotels. Now, when that hotel collapsed, mm -hmm. was it the fault of any of those people? In the building living? No. No. Was it God's fault? No. No. But please believe that somebody is blaming is saying God. How could you just? How, how could you allow this to happen? But we are determined to understand that it could have been engineering, it could have been negligence, because they saw what was going on with the building back in 2018. There was testimony saying mm -hmm. that you know what this building is creaking. Mm -hmm. A couple of days before it went down, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yet here we have all these signs that was going mm -hmm. on, and all these and, and they said the engineer went and said you need to do this and it's going to cost millions of dollars, but they chose not to do it. Mm -hmm. So with all other things that we had that was put in place to prevent that thing from mm -hmm, happening mm -hmm. and then it happened mm -hmm. and we had this great loss of life then we cannot assign this to god man now brother kevin he came on and i, I i'm giving y'all i'm telling you, i'm very Ooh, very thank you, um Lord. powerfully um inspired but as he said flash flood across pennsylvania turnpike flip my car mm-hmm my Nine God. other accidents in that Jesus. area. I'm the only one alive. Oh, no. Mm. I can find you Woo. in the word of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I can find you in the word of yes. God. Yes. You know why? Because God said, is there one? Is there one? Who will come back. And give me thanks. And come on, give Pastor. Me, you, listen, Brother Kevin, Woo. what I'm going to tell you is this, <laughs> sir. You were not supposed to live. Right. Come on here. Right. You were supposed to die. Hallelujah. But the fact that you said, I'm going to come out of this. Yes. And I'm going to give God praise Hallelujah. for delivering me from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then God is saying, I'm going to honor that praise. Yes. And I'm going to, you know what, yes. Storm? I'm going to allow him to give the testimony yes. that's necessary. There's nothing special about you. But God asked the question, did I not Heal 10 and only yes. this one came back. Where are the other nine? Mm. And I'm telling you, when God knows that somebody is going to give him glory uh -huh. for the deliverance, there is an extra ounce of grace yes. that yes. is poured out upon our situation. Uh -huh. And the fact is, Brother Kevin, mm -hmm. I read this and I tell you from the facts here that you were not supposed to live come through on, that. Come on, come on. You come are on. not supposed to have been able to meet me. Woo, you were Jesus. not supposed to have the job that you in today. Yeah, you are not yeah, supposed yeah. to wake up this morning. Hallelujah. You were not supposed to have the job that you have. You are not supposed to have the house that you have. You are not supposed to have your sound mind. And come that on. beautiful voice of yours yes. was not supposed to be heard giving God glory and giving God praise. But God said, God. is there one who is going to be caught up in this Flood that was caused by man because God said, I didn't put no turnpike right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on. That here. was caused by man. Is there one that will give me praise? That's right. Yes. And you were selected. Hallelujah. You were selected, sir. Yes. And God has given you the opportunity. Yes. Only because of your testimony. He knew he could trust you to do it. Come on now. Brother, God. you ain't supposed to be alive today. Come on. Come on. You ain't supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
And if you ain't right now running around your house, falling all on the floor, then I don't know what can can move you. But I want to tell you that you're supposed to be long gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 years old and 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 all those years gone, you're supposed to be dust. My Lord. But God. But God said, not only will he give me glory right now. Yes. But you know what? So many years down the road, he's going to be able to get this testimony yes. on YouTube yes. before we even knew what a computer was. I shall not die but live yes. and declare the works of the Lord. That's right. You're doing it too, brother. Somebody. Come on Hallelujah. now. Hallelujah. God knows what God is doing. Yes. And we Thank cannot look, listen, we cannot look at the devastating outcomes of the accident. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. even Jesus said then when the man asked him, you know what? Was this man Maimed from life, life from birth. Well, what did he do mm-hmm. to, to deserve mm-hmm. being in this condition? What happened? Jesus said, "Don't, don't trip, mm-hmm. don't trip, mm-hmm. don't trip. Come on." He's like this because he is gonna give me glory. Yes, oh, loud. Right. He glory is gonna give me honor. That's right. He is going to let somebody know <laughs> that the kingdom is greater than the injury. Absolutely. That the kingdom right. is Thank greater you, than the disability. Hallelujah. That the kingdom is greater than the deprivation. Yeah. That the kingdom is so great that I'm going to give you the most <laughs> sincerest praise because the Woo! kingdom has yes. seen me through my situation. Yes, Lord. And you know what? Because of the kingdom, uh-huh. I'm going to stand up today yeah. because God God has came by and touched me. And when Hallelujah. he touched me, oh, the joy that filled my, my soul. soul. Hallelujah. Something happened. And now. And now. And I now oh, God, now. Somebody ought to be at home. Oh, God, oh, now. Yes. Now. Let me tell you. Point at your, at your wall. Now. now. Point at your room. Now. now. Go walk outside of your door. Now. now. You know, you know, you've been around here all this time, but now, now. right now, yes. I serve a right now God. Yes. And right now yeah. is the time frame yeah. that I've got to give my testimony Come because I was designed, uh-huh. I was created right. for this moment. Yes. For this him. moment. Yes. And I'm going to give him praise no matter what I've been going through, mm-hmm. no, no matter. matter what I've been sent through, no matter, no matter what I've been beat down for. Right. I'm here it. right now uh-huh. and I'm going to give him glory. God be the glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can take everything away from me. Yes. But you know what God said? You can't touch my life. That's right. And That's at the end said. of this, I'm going to give him praise give him and praise. you're going to lose. Right. And, and you're going to lose. Yes. Come on, devil. You didn't did all that you can do and I'm still breathing. In that right. day, I shall praise you know, the Lord. I Come am, on now. This, this is a, right now, it's a practical, we're going through a practical moment. When the pastor said he wasn't going to say nothing today. <laughs> Look at look at God. No, seriously, I'm being God serious. Said, yeah, look okay. at God. I'm not going to silence him because somebody right now needs to hear Amen. that I'm moving in their life. I got to give you you in your house. Somebody should be like the pastor said. You should be praising God because you can't be silent. Uh-huh. We can't dictate how we're going to operate. But when we just think about His goodness, mm-hmm. that should make everybody want to shout. I mean, yeah, everybody yeah. has got a testimony right now of the things that God has brought us through. So don't be silent on Him. Praise him right now. Let mm-hmm. everything that has breath That's right. the Lord. That's everything. right. Shouldn't be quiet. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. If you tell them to be quiet, the rocks. The I rocks know. Will cry, the out. Huh? Will cry out. That's right. That's right. The rocks. That's right. But it also shows you too that when people make plans and God makes decisions. Absolutely. So listen, Pastor said he wasn't going to talk. I know, right? But God right. had. Well, why a whole we got to keep on plan. talking about Pastor? <laughs> 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 
Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I can help myself. When the Lord speaks, there you go. You gotta, you gotta say what God gives you to say. There is no suppressing that. And so when you are open and free and willing to be obedient to the will of God, then look, you can be used. You can be used. Y'all hear me? You can be used. When you have confidence in God, when you have a strong belief in God, mm -hmm. when you have full assurance, when you are sure, certain, without any uncertainty, when you do not doubt who God That's is right. to That's you. That's right. That's right. Let me tell you, you can be used. Yeah. Okay. Be you and him. praise him so hard. You praise to, him. I ain't seen Brother Kevin back on this thing. He probably at the house <laughs> speaking in tongues right now. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He over there doing something. Else. I'm telling <laughs> you, <laughs> who <laughs> has not tasted and seen that, that the Lord is good? Is good. Yes, uh -huh. He's worthy and, to be and, praised. And when you taste and see that, when you taste something and you know it's good. Oh, come, let us magnify so the Lord together. Want everybody to taste That's it. That's right. You want everybody to have. Let's lift so him up. So you get passionate and you Amen. get pumped up and you get hyped about it. And you want somebody else to taste this thing and see that it's just as good as what you know it is to be. So when you're going Hallelujah. through, when yeah. you're going Same. through, Same. when you're going through, uh -huh. when you're going through, yes. and please believe me, life is all about going through. Yes, That's right. Yes. Every day. <laughs> Yes. And if you're going through more than what I am, uh -huh. to God be the glory, that means you're stronger than me. Come on now. That means you you know what? You can roll with the the, the turmoil that is your life. Because That's right. there's some people going out here out here going through something. I'll be like, Lord, I don't I don't know if I can go through that. That's right. But they're going through it and they're doing it like, you know what, like it like it was nothing. Yeah. Like it was nothing. But it only God. And I'm just giving God so much praise. Thank you, God. Because the Lord ain't never promised nobody no rose garden That's never right. said it was gonna be easy the garden promise was gone with adam mm -hmm. that was the promise now we inside of the practice amen we getting back to where we were supposed to be amen but this is reality and listen uh -huh. reality is hard Yep. And we always want to talk about, you know what? No, because of the situation, I'm just not going to do no more. Once, once you stop doing, then mm. you stop receiving. Mm. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If you're not crying mm -hmm. out to God, mm -hmm. who are you crying out to? Say that. Mm -hmm. Because you're crying out. To the wrong people. Who That's right. Because you know what? How, how do I? We say, you don't know if I'm crying out. I do know. Because... <laughs> You still crying out and you believe that God wasn't hearing you, but you ain't gonna shut up after you leave God as supposedly it can't be no more. You just going to somebody else and telling them your story. Yep. And at the end of you telling the two thousand person your story, mm -hmm. then somebody gonna sit down and write a song, searched all over. Couldn't find, <laughs> couldn't find nobody. Nobody greeted. Huh? Look right. high and low. Yes. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody what? Greater. Yeah. Nobody greater than God. Yeah. Everybody comes back. Yeah. You're going to come back home. I said this uh, uh, the other Sunday that God doesn't give us what we can handle. God helps us handle what we are given. And that is so true to our lives. It happens to us, yes, but God gives us what we need in order to handle it. If, like you said, Pastor, somebody's going through something uh, worse than you and you say to yourself, there's no way in the world I can go through that. I can't handle that. They're a lot stronger than I am. You know what? A, you're right. They are. 
because God knew that that person was equipped. He equipped them with what was necessary in order to get them through it. That's what God does for us. He doesn't give you anything that you are not equipped to handle. Mm -hmm. You just got to trust him. You got to believe him. You got to put your faith in him. And you got to know that you are equipped. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. That's right. And that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And not only are you stronger in that, in that respect, but guess what? You gaining another tool for your toolbox for the next leg of the journey. Mm. That's going to strengthen you even more to deal with that, which you are given later. So God is good. Listen, praise him through it all. That's right. Marvin Sapp said, praise him in advance. Mm -hmm. If you praising him, you ain't got time to focus on the situation. You just got time to give God glory and, 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 and honor. And that's where we have to be with this thing. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank hallelujah. you, God. Thank you, God. The other day I was on the, uh, the plane uh -huh. uh, going away, and th it was Thursday night. You remember we had those really bad storms on Thursday? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we had my plane was delayed, but when we got up in the air, the uh, pilot said uh, there was going to be a lot of turbulence going down. And I, turbulence doesn't really bother me. I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid to fly, so I really wasn't. Fearful, but I'm using it as an analogy today because I like analogies. Is that the turbulence did come, but I was still okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing in life. The storm is going to come, mm -hmm. but, but I'm okay. I'm okay because I serve a mighty God. Mm -hmm. This the turbulence was very heavy. You know how the plane was shaking and moving, people were holding mm -hmm. on to hard to the seats. But guess what? I still was okay. I made it to my destination safely. I made it back safely. And that just reminded me every day. I have to just constantly write that yes, there's going to be some turbulence, there's going to be some storms in my life, but I know who I serve mm -hmm. and I know who is able to keep me from falling. Mm -hmm. And I just have to have my trust in him. Even when it's shaking a whole lot around me, and that's sometimes daily, I know that I'm okay because God is, as the pastor just said to us, he is able. We are. We have to be willing to go through the storm, but he is able to keep us and sustain us if we trust in him. Mm -hmm. And I know that my trust lies in him because I don't know, I don't know that, I didn't know that pilot. I didn't know him. All I did was pray that God would use him to get me to my destination mm -hmm. and God was able to do it. So you may not know who's around you, who's going to help you that God's going to utilize to help you get through the storm, but you mm -hmm. will get through the storm with God who is there right there with us. There's a, 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 a biblical truth to mm -hmm. uh, what you just um, gave as a testimony. Mm -hmm. There is a um, divine understanding mm -hmm. that um, God will test your faith. Yes, mm -hmm. he will. Mm -hmm. And remember, he never asks if you have faith. That's right. But do you know where to find yes. your faith? That's yes. right. Uh, when you are on the airplane mm -hmm. and it's shaking, mm -hmm. um, do you know that you have faith to get through this mm -hmm. thing? Mm -hmm. And if you say, yes, I do, let the plane shake, then yes. God said, all right, I can trust you mm -hmm. in a situation it is Amen. similar to this. God, when Lord. life is shaking, That's right. I know who uh -huh. to call to bring peace to everybody else that yes. is suffering yeah. from a shaking mm -hmm. experience. Um, and, and, and I tell you that life will shake you up. Mm -hmm. And God may be saying, if you can handle the shaking on the airplane at 20,000 feet, 
look at the shaking you're going to be able to handle when you're at ground level. Um, and I, I'm going to tell you, I tried him. I, oh, I know Lord, him. Hallelujah. And I know that I, if I call on him at ground, I've taken him to 20,000 feet. Uh, that's right. And that's he right. did not break. So when I get him back down to the ground, I've got a mission for him. Mm. I'm going to shake him up a little bit, and he's going to be all right. But he's going to have a testimony to give over to somebody else. God can't use you. Mm-hmm. Unless you are willing to go through mm-hmm. the storm That's right. mm-hmm. and rely on him mm-hmm. to give you the understanding that there ain't nothing you can do. And there ain't no more of a helpless situation that you can be in as to be sitting in that tuna can called an airplane. Because if it's going down, you going to- guess what? I'm going to promise you, you ain't getting off. <laughs> oh God, you me. going down with it. Oh, me Lord. Ain't, ain't no ain't no escaping that. You coming down with everybody else. But if you are able, even in the moment of coming down, I'm going to hold it together. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. You know why? Though he slay me. Yes. yes. Yet yeah. will I trust yes. in him. That's yes. Right. And that's where we find out how God is really um, looking at promoting us into a new era a new practicum, a new understanding. Everybody want to talk about, I need to be um, pastoral. I need to be teaching. I need to be preaching. But Mm. if you can't pass the test of washing the bathroom, Mm -mm -mm. if you can't pass the Clorox test, (laughs) then how are you going to pass the storm? Yes, Lord. You got to be able to go through some um, 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 things in order to sit up there and tell me about, what I need to do and how I need to um, um, get through uh, my situation. Mm. Amen. Amen. Oh man, y'all, Ooh, Lord, y'all Lord, messing with me? Y'all messing with me? Listen, did Kevin Parker? Did he? Did he wake back up no, yet? No, he's still. He's still. Somebody, still somebody laying in the spirit. Take that white cloth off of him, y'all. Take that cloth off of him. Let him stand. Come on, come on, Stewart. Come on, somebody. Pick him up. Pick him up. Pick him up. Help him to his feet so he can give God some praise. He's praising already. If not, we praising for him. I know that's right. Y'all, let him breathe. 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 Listen, thank y'all so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you for for joining us in the virtual studio. Look, I'm gonna leave y'all with one wait, wait, more. Wait, wait, let me get let me get one more thing. I'm gonna oh, let you sure. sign Go us ahead. off. One mm-hmm. more thing. Can't, can't, he woke up. He said amen. He said amen. Hallelujah. All right, I told y'all he came back through. <laughs> amen. He came back through. We love you, brother Kev. All right now. All right. Yeah. Somebody fanny. Fanny. Right. Fanny. Give him some, give him, come on, Stuart. Give him some water. Give him some water. Where the ushers at? Where the oh, ushers at? You need at? a little orange juice. Oh, Sister Jose, what? Give him some water. <laughs> Listen, what I want y'all to do is I want you to do something for me and with me and um, as a, um, a a praise piece for, you know, to, to get me through. Um, I know that we probably... Um, uh, we reach out to probably about 125 on Wednesday. So I want to be able to, I want you to call somebody and I want you to tell them to join us on Sunday. I have a word that God has given me on Suffer Sunday that really I've, I've been sharing it all. I started uh, writing it down on, what was that, Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. I was mm-hmm. thinking about it on the 4th of July. And um, and and today, just given every, every time I touch somebody this thing has come to the surface and i want to take you to the this i'm going to give you the scripture today let us have our scripture reading for sunday morning 
And the scripture reading is turning your Bibles to Luke 13, mm-hmm. 6 through 9. And it spoke, it speaks thusly. And I'm gonna give you this, I'm gonna give you the sermon topic too. Man, I'm gonna I'm have I want y'all preaching this thing before we get together. He spoke also this parable, Jesus. A certain man had a fig tree. Somebody say, had a fig tree. Had a fig tree. And had the fig tree planted in his vineyard. Whose vineyard? His vineyard. His vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. We had Luke 13, 6 through 9. He found none. We don't know how many times he came. We just know that every time he came, what happened? He didn't find no fruit. Then verse 7 says, Then said what? He unto the keeper of his vineyard, Behold, these three years Uh I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found what? None. 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 Mm -hmm. And this man owned the vineyard. What did he say? He says, cut it down. Cut it down. Cut, cut this, cut this down. I'm, I'm, I'm cut it down. Why cumbereth it with the ground? Uh, it the ground. And in verse eighty says, and the answer said unto him, Lord, what? Let it alone. This year also. Mm-hmm. This year also. Mm-hmm. Till I shall dig around it and dung it. Mm-hmm. Dig around and fertilize it. And what? If, if, if mm-hmm. it bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Well, and if not, mm-hmm. then after thou shalt cut it down. Mm-hmm. For a topic for Sunday. We're early in the moment. Show me your fruits. Amen. Amen. God be Let me Lord. see. Yeah, you can take that any way you want. Let me see your fruit. Mm-hmm. Do you have any fruit? Mm-hmm. And don't be trying to generalize with Galatians on me, with the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> I'm talking about you. Come on now. What, what what fruit is growing on you? And don't be going to this interview talking about, well, I love everybody. No, that's not what we're looking for. God planted you for a specific purpose. Amen. You've been getting cultivated for a specific purpose. Where is your fruit? All right, you... Oh, you, you, you got your marching orders for Sunday. We thank you so much for joining us in the virtual studio on this evening. And for a benediction, I'm going to give one today. Okay, listen. But now, oh, Donna, put your name right there. But now, oh, y'all say your name. Samuel Donna. Hayes, yeah. Maurice Tyndale. Uh, but Maurice now, Terrence. listen to the Lord who created you. Oh, Donna, oh, Samuel, oh, Maurice, the one who formed you says, do not be afraid, Mm. for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. 
When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. Mm. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. Mm -hmm. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. Mm -hmm. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, My the God. Holy One of Israel, My your God. Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. Yes. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Yes. Others were given in exchange for you. Yes. I traded their lives for yours because you, you are precious to me. Mm -hmm. You are honored Woo. and I love you. Do not be afraid. Don't. For I am with you amen be encouraged keep praising god for me the jesus loving jersey girl the licentiate and the pastor we love you we out hallelujah